0: Good morning from the team here at 137 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. What is going on 137 p.m.? Thank you family for listening to the 7.31 a.m. podcast. My name is Bo Templin and uh, if you're listening you might know this other voice. Co-hosting today with me is Charlie Colbrenner. Charlie, how are we doing?
1: I'm doing pretty well. I hope they know my voice. It's only been, you know, year and a half hundreds of episodes at this point but but hopefully we have some first time
0: listeners here as well so i'm charlie and hey i glad to have you tuned in a i want to get some people to call into our show at some point like maybe we can in- include some twitter space discussion sure because i want someone to say like first time long time of course you know well, they're gonna call in and first time long time of and course. I, I just i don't even care what is said after that i just want to hear that at but some then
1: point we, for then show. we'll know we've made it
0: Yes, well, we have made it to Wednesday, July 13th, 2022. Charlie, I'm I'm excited about some of the shows, specifically the sports section later on today. But we will start this show by saying, on this day, in 2010, a very highly discussed movie was released, and that is Inception. Charlie Christopher Nolan, he's got a great resume, a lot of people look to Inception as maybe his best project so what i want to do let's rank our three favorite christopher nolan movies the guy's got a great resume but making it that final three is going to be a tough decision do you want to kick things off a little bit maybe with your first pick
1: uh my number three christopher nolan movie um is honestly batman begins because i think just batman begins for so many people 2008 same year iron man came out but for so many people it was sort of the first moment where we realized that superhero movies could be like good could not good as in like just like interesting have these nuanced performances and be like more than a, a spectacle what's your number three
0: at my number three spot i'm gonna go with the prestige this movie blew my mind uh i rewatched it maybe two months ago and it is spectacular like i just cannot understand or understate like how great of a movie it is and uh I love always telling people like, oh, you got to go see it. You're going to love it. And then they come back to me. They're like, yep, you're right. It's really, really good.
1: Yeah, honestly, I have not seen it. It's one of the few Christopher Nolan movies that I've not seen. So I'm adding it to my list.
0: Well, I'm excited because I believe you have a movie on your list that I also haven't
1: seen. Okay, epic, epic, epic. Um, My number two, which I believe is the one that you're talking about, um, is Memento. Uh, Memento for me, I remember Memento very vividly as being the first movie that I saw in my teenage years and being like, dang, Movies can be crazy Like just uh, It has an alinear Narrative Like it does The the, the narrative does not Unfold in linear time Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not really Revealed to you The way that it is Unfolding until the end Like the exact mechanics And so um, I just very vividly Remember Memento Being the first like art film i guess i would call it that i ever saw um before i like dove into like older art movies and more experimental movies
0: yeah haven't seen it heard great things and i've actually watched the video of christopher nolan explaining the timeline of the movie which is really interesting on youtube uh he kind of like does the map of the movie so for that reason alone i kind of want to go see it so maybe we can do like a in a month we can check back in and we can like ask each other about what we thought yeah perfect my number two i'm gonna go interstellar uh it rocked my world It absolutely rocked my world. I think it's phenomenal. I love the sci-fi elements and it felt like one of the true and true, like when you think about sci-fi going to outer space, that immediately cracked like a Mount Rushmore list for me. Like you could put that up there with any other science fiction going to space movie. I think McConaughey's lights out in this movie and outside of the last 15 minutes which i don't love love i think it's a it's a thrill ride the entire time well i'm really
1: interested to see what your number one is now because i'm, I'm curious to see what's uh what's not gonna be on the list but i, I feel we must have the same number one i'll say about interstellar i love interstellar um i think that like abstractly the narrative is really really good part of why it doesn't make my top three is i just think some of the dialogue is really weird and stilted in interstellar in my opinion my number one is the dark knight I just think that it's, uh, I guess I'm realizing on my list, I don't have Inception, I don't have Interstellar, um, which I I stand by. Um, The Dark Knight is a top five superhero movie of all time. Um, It is one of the greatest movies of the 21st century, features one of, if not, like a top three performance from the 21st century, one of the most memorable performances of all time. And so, um, yeah, Dark Knight's got to be number one for me. What's your number one? I'm so curious. It is The Dark Knight. So you, Inception also does not make your top three either. Does not,
0: does not make my top three. I'm glad we got to do this, Charlie. We may now get into our show today. I do want to say Twitter Spaces today at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. You can come chat with us. Be on Twitter, and you can ask questions, give us feedback, talk about the show, maybe stories that we've covered so far this week. It's been a lot of fun. We have people coming every week. I highly suggest you hop onto Twitter at 2 p.m. Eastern Time uh, to come hang out and have some fun with us. Charlie, we have some... Emmy nominations over in entertainment. Do you mind if I start the show off with that? Entertainment. Charlie, the nominations for the 2022 uh Emmys were announced and we got those on Tuesday. We have some usual powerhouses that just kind of came through and, and sweeped up the competition. Succession led the way. It's got 25 nominations. Ted Lasso got 20. The White Lotus got 20. Hacks got 17. Only Murders in the Building got uh, 17 and then U4 reeled in 16. Kind of a cool little story here from Connors that at 25 years old, Zendaya becomes the youngest woman ever nominated for producing at the Emmys. Her co-star, Sydney Sweeney, also grabbed two nominations for acting one for euphoria and then the other for white lotus uh for a full breakdown though of the nominations you got to go to the website check it out because connor and liz have been enjoying this very very greatly i i highly suggest you do so charlie let's stay in entertainment um because this is actually a pretty little cool little story I, i know you wanted to share it so i'm excited to hear it It is a fun one. I feel
1: like it's been a while since it's been in headlines at all, but we all knew about Wordle earlier this year, I guess last year at this point, right? I think Wordle must have been last year. Um, And so yesterday it was announced that Spotify had acquired the Wordle derivative Hurdle, which if you're not familiar, uh, after the success of Wordle, so, so, so many derivatives came out, like similar games, but based around uh, different ideas. My favorite is uh, Podle the the nba version if you haven't played uh spelled p-o-e-l-t-l um so that one is like wordle but instead of guessing a word you guess an nba player you pick just a random player and then they tell you um if you got the conference right if you got the team right uh if you if they're taller or shorter than that they give you a bunch of factors then you have to narrow it down um but one of the other most popular uh, derivatives was hurdle which hurdle is a little bit different because uh you don't get you don't get a lot of information every time. They play you a small, small snippet of the introduction of a song. You try and name the song. If you don't know it, you uh, you guess, and then they go to the next. They pay, play you another little snippet, another little snippet, and so on. Um, and so yesterday, Spotify acquired Hurdle. This is the first time Spotify has ever acquired any sort of video game or game. But it's interesting for them to acquire this because they envision it as being like a game, something that's fun to play, but also it's a music discovery service. So it's something that people can use to hear the snippet of a song and then discover that artist and listen to them a lot. Um, Jeremy Ehrlich, the global head of music at Spotify, said, We are always looking for innovative and playful ways to enhance music discovery and help artists reach new fans. Hurdle has proven to be a really fun way to connect millions of fans with songs they know and love and with new songs and a way to compete with their friends as to who has the best musical knowledge. As of right now, you still just play Hurdle on the website, and the only distinction is that rather than when you get the song right rather than linking to soundcloud as it previously did it will now link to spotify um but they plan to integrate uh the app into spotify at some point in the future they've been a little bit cagey about what exactly that means but i imagine that eventually you'll be able to play it maybe within the spotify app which is exciting
0: it sounds very much like beat shazam hosted by jamie fox on fox you know what every yeah. tuesday at five it is very
1: <laughs> similar to beat shazam that is actually a very good point i'm um, hopping over to gaming Nintendo has its own uh, Fall Guys-like game starring Kirby that's coming out. Fall Guys, talk about a game that popped and then fell off. Fall Guys was a game where you played a lot of like little mini-games as little guys. Um, But so Nintendo revealed a new Kirby game yesterday, which was kind of shocking because we just got Kirby in the Forgotten Land only a few months ago, but... The new Kirby game, um, it seems like it is pretty clearly inspired by Fall Guys. The name of the upcoming Switch summer release is Kirby's Dream Buffet. You and three other players compete by racing through pastry themed obstacle courses. As you collect strawberries throughout each track, your version of Kirby will grow larger in preparation for the final battle. Then the final battle is a free for all where all four Kirbys do battle right on top of a massive floating platform, smashing up Kirby with the whole Fall Guys party game formula. Sounds like it could be a success. Um, We'll have to wait and see if the game ends up being as good as it looks and sounds. For me, Fall Guys, part of the fun was the variety is that you would cycle through different games, which also sometimes a bummer because sometimes you would land on a a mini game that you're kind of like, this one's stupid. So I can't tell if this Kirby game is going to have multiple games or if it's always that same recurring thing. Um, Bo, what is going on in combat sports?
0: sports. Well, Charlie, I don't know. Like, when you hear the Jake Paul news, are you, are you interested at all? Does it catch your attention or is it kind of just like, oh, keep keep the timeline moving, not too worried about it?
1: It's such an interesting question. I don't know. Logan Paul, for me, has sort of had this, like, return from... Like, to me, Logan Paul is, like, more likable than he has ever been and Jake Paul is still unlikable. So it's like, I don't know. I I personally... Uh, don't follow combat sports. So I do think the Paul brothers and these things like always are a nicer like entry point into combat sports for me because it's something I can relate to. Like these, these dopes. I know these dopes and I want to see them in the ring. Um, But I don't know. I can go either way.
0: Well, they're, they're obviously always in conversation and really they generate a lot of money when they do these fights. And Jake Paul has a fight coming up here in a couple weeks. Well, on Tuesday the number one MMA show, which is called the MMA Hour, uh, and it's hosted by Ariel Juan. He's the number one MMA journalist. Big deal. Well, Nate Diaz came on his show, and it's always a very big deal when Nate Diaz appears on the MMA Hour. People want to hear what he has to say. He doesn't do a whole lot of media, and he's usually pretty revealing in these interviews. He'll give you information about what he wants to do in his next fight, why he hasn't been fighting, who he wants to fight, and why. All, all those sorts of things. And for MMA fans, you know we don't get to hear him talk a lot so it's a very big deal on the mma hour nate diaz was talking about he has one fight left on his ufc contract and he wants out he wants to go do other things ariel hawani was very black and white saying well is this because you want to fight jake paul and he said i want to fight everyone whether it's Paul in boxing, whether it's jujitsu jitsu with the best jujitsu guys. He's like, I have been with the UFC for almost two decades now. I pretty much have the UFC tattooed on my forehead. I am ready to grow my wings and go be like my own person. I do not need to be like part of this massive company. And it sounds like after Nate Diaz gets his final fight in the UFC, I mean, based off of what I heard, Charlie, like Nate Diaz and and Jake Paul are going to box. Jake Paul said... Jake Paul said that he would fight Nate Diaz in an octagon, in an MMA fight, if Dana White would raise all minimum pay to 50k a fight which is obviously something dana white would never do so it was like a total bluff Uh, he knew that dana white would not do so um, but very very cool and as an mma nerd and fan this story is you know rather interesting i guess i'm a huge nate diaz fan he was the person that got me into mma in the very beginning his perspective on the industry is very unique and if you are also an mma fan i highly suggest going to check out the interview but yeah jake paul uh finally getting a little bit of love from the big names in in mma dana white conor mcgregor and nate diaz now adding to the adding to the mix so well that'll do it for today's episode of 731 uh for more details on these stores and more let's head to 137pm.com as we talked about with the emmy nominations connor and elizabeth pagano are breaking that down um hop into our discord that's where you can go be part of the family we have a twitter spaces live later today 2 p.m eastern time please come hang out chat with us let us know what was your favorite story of the week what do you want us to cover more all that good stuff we will be back tomorrow as always remember stay curious